T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. One can't help but be positive. The other can't help but be negative. Bleep you, you bleeping bleepity bleep. The only thing they seem to agree on is that they can barely agree on anything. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Andy Hart. Uh, I'm not happy about this. It's sports radio for the passionate fan. What's up, Nick? And grumpy dad in all of us. That is just so stupid. Fitzy and Hart. Yes, I've been listening, Andy. On Boston Sports Original. I like the way Andy Hart does it. Might have Nick just take over. W-E-E-I. Elvis. Winning run at second. Kenley trying to dig deep. Pitch. Swinging a little looper into right field, and the White Sox are going to win the game. Remillard rounding third. Duvall's throw is not in time. Head first slide, and Chicago wins it 5 to 4. Oh, just when the Sox had their hooks in you again. They find a way to lose another heartbreaker on the south side. Oh, they just can't seem to get their ish together on the season. One guy goes down, someone else steps up, then there's another shoe to fall, another starter to be injured. I got to tell you, sometimes, Andy, just like when you wake up and you know, I don't know about this one, I'm not quite sure this is my day for the Red Sox, I don't really think this is their season. Good morning, how are you? Happy Sunday, everybody. It is the first Sunday of summer 2023, although if you roll down your window or look out on the front porch, you may never know it because, wow, Mother Nature is in a mood, and it doesn't exactly look like summer outside, but we will fill you with lots of sunshine today on the Fitzy and Hart program. Three hours of delightful sports talk action before the Mass Mutual Red Sox pregame show, and of course, the rubber game between the Sox, Red Sox at White Sox from Chicago at 2.10 p.m. today. If you'd like to join the program, you can give us a call at any time. 617-779-7937. That's your number. Lock it in. Use it. Please don't abuse it. Just like our producer, Joe Braverman, who will be fielding your calls as well as monitoring the text line at 37937. Hello, Joe. Hello, Fitzy. Hello, Andy. Fitzy, I hope you had a good day off yesterday. I, I enjoyed as, a, a as much as I heard, Andy was able to hold it down. Yeah, he locked. He and Cadlick locked it down yesterday on uh, Hadlick, or are we calling it Kalart? What was the name? What was the portmanteau for yesterday's program, Andy? Uh, I kind of like Hadlick. Had <laughs> hadn't really thought about it, but I kind of like Hadlick. See, right right off the top, I got I got my portmanteau and dad joke game on fleek, as the kids used to say. I think about ten years ago. That's how dated I am with my references. That's so fresh for, for you. Changes. 
Always fresh, always fresh. You best watch out, my man. And, of course, if you'd like to get in touch with us on the socials, at FitzyGFY, at WEEI, and at Jumbo Heart. Uh, Andy, what was the biggest uh, – so yesterday you and you and Mike Cadillac, our new beat writer extraordinaire for WEEI and WEEI.com, sort of uh, continued, if you will. You had a yes and of our program Friday when we filled in for Grish and Foyer from 10A to 2P Friday, and then both of us sat in the teeth of hours and hours of Friday summer weekend traffic, but boy, was it nice to get back and enjoy a beverage seaside. What was the biggest talker or what what would you say people responded to the most yesterday? What was what was the pulse of the people as they made their way into the sports weekend? It's still Marcus Smart. It's still the trade. It's still the split, the, the polarizing nature of the reaction to a polarizing player being traded. Um, there's, there's sort of uh, heat, let's just say, on both sides. Like There's people like the Chris Forsbergs of the world that seem like they wanted to cry because Marcus Smart is no longer with the Boston Celtics. And then I think yep. there's some that are happy to see him leave and happy to see a new potential uh, big three or star player join the mix for a team that Stephen A. Smith says is the favorite to win the NBA title. So... You know, we're four days later, I guess it is now, five days later. That is still the the sort of, uh, if you throw that stone into the waters of the beach on the Cape and those waves mm-hmm. kind of ripple out slowly on a calm morning, that's still where we are. So if you were to toss that off the side of the boat, if you if mm. you will, to go to continue with our aquatic theme here on the morning program, if you were to toss that off the side of the boat, chum the waters, yep. people are still weighing in. Although I wonder now... Now that the Celtics have put out umpteen tributes via the social meteors, and now Marcus Smart has weighed in with his own appreciation post of the Celtics, um, he came in and you know weighed in with all of his thoughts about his time in Boston, the nine years that he had. I wonder now if all of the those those ripples, if you will, the the aftershocks, the Doppler effect of surprise, mild fan trauma, discontent. Has that now all settled in? I feel like we're I feel like we've almost reached peak surprise, peak peak upset or disappointment. And now people are moving on and I feel like we are focusing our energies now on what this team can be, not what it was or what it should have been, but what this team can be with the addition of the artist known as KP6, Poor Zingod, or my personal favorite, the Zynga, which leads us Andy to our Sunday show kickoff. This is how we always like to begin the program. The first topic, if you will, let's all say it together with me. Joe, Andy, everyone on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Who won the week? week? week. There we go. How about that? Look at this troop. Who won the week? Totally Uh, unrehearsed. But that's the thing. Like with good jazz, good session musicians, like you, you shouldn't even have to. We should just be able to, you know, just walk up, walk onto stage, tune things up a little bit, pop an amp, and there we go. Um, Andy, I'll begin with you. In your estimation of the many different coaches, players, teams, etc., in the wide world of Boston sports this week, who won the week in Boston sports? Uh, I think it's a, a new arrival. I think Kristaps Porzingis. He goes from the Wizards, a 35-win team, to the Celtics, a 57-win team, a team that is now expected to compete once again for an NBA title, and he gets to kind of fall into place as the third star uh, in this Boston lineup, and I think that's a good spot for him. I think there's definitely upside for him. We've seen his career ebb and flow. He was a unicorn with the Knicks, didn't work with Luka, 
kind of worked last year for a nice healthy season in Washington. Um, but he gets to play theoretically a lot of meaningful basketball games. He joins the spotlight that is being with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in the Boston Celtics. So I think Porzingis' career took a nice turn for the better for him this week. Joe, since you're an integral part of the Sunday program now, you are you are part of our twisted sports talking frequency modulated family. Who do you believe won the weekend? Oh, Boston thank sports? you so much. I don't know if I should be honored or scared to be included, but both I'm gonna... both are viable options. <laughs> I think uh, I'm going to go with Brad Stevens. I think Brad Stevens had a very good week. I'm not sure. I forget who brought up this point, but I'm pretty sure if Danny Ainge was still in charge, I don't know if he would have traded Marcus Smart. I think Marcus Smart would have been a lifer. So the fact that Brad was eager and he pulled the trigger, even when the initial three-team trade uh, got brought down, the Clippers backed out. They didn't want anything to do with Malcolm Brogdon and his injury. He still was able to turn the corner, find Memphis, and say, you want Marcus Smart? Take him. We'll still take Chris Tapps Porzingis. So I say Brad Stevens is the big winner. It was a big stones move to know that you had a trade in place that Malcolm Brogdon was on his way out. He was hopefully making his way to the airport. He had checked his bags to make sure there were no illegal possessions or anything uh, that would warrant being pulled over or momentarily detained, causing a stir for the organization. And he the didn't TSA. call Jack Jones. We know that. Yep. He was. He knew, he knew that was it. Bags were packed. Hope you enjoyed your year here. Sorry it didn't work the, work out the way you wanted, but hey, you're still going to make a lot of money. You got a nice sixth man of the year in tow. And oh, wait, hold on a second. This one's not going to go through because we couldn't get the medicals there in time. And by the way, in the year 2023, shouldn't we be able to just, like, basically transfer records, x-rays, scans? Shouldn't they all be able to just, like, you know, go nice and quick so that things like this? When when up against deadlines, like with Kristaps Porzingis having to op, opt into the final year of the deal so they could do the sign-and-trade. It's funny how all the details behind this deal ultimately worked out, forcing the Celtics to strike that reverse it or bang a left when they thought they were going to be veering right ultimately deciding they wanted Porzingis so badly whom they have coveted for years that they were willing to see Brogdon really wasn't much of a chemistry change Andy Brogdon wasn't much of a, a sea change for the team Marcus Smart dealing away uh, the smart bomb if you will the young game changer that's that's a sea change that is definitely a chemistry alterer which is why I believe the winner of the week uh, you could say Derek White. You could say Jason Tatum. I believe Danny Ainge and Brad Stevens. Excuse me, not Danny Ainge. Brad Stevens, great. These are all great answers, boys. I think the win and Porzingis going from 35 to 57 and have a chance to compete for the title. Hell yeah. To me, the winner of the week, Joe Missoula. Because now Joe Missoula sees a clear investment by the organization into the philosophy that he shares with Brad Stevens, or so it seems. Joe Missoula now sees them. I, I certainly can't imagine that he had a contentious uh, relationship with Marcus Smart. But Marcus Smart did say during the playoffs that Joe got ripped a lot and deserved it. Uh, not that any of us disagreed. As a matter of fact, Andy, I think on this very program and in other places, we lauded him for doing just as much because there seemed to be a dearth of leadership at times on the team. But Joe Missoula, who wants to go bombs away, be all about that offense, now gets one of the more unique pieces in the NBA in a seven foot three, smooth moving, twenty three point per game, three point shooting, lane gliding, surprisingly good around the rim basketball player that may just be able to unlock the offense and help this team live up to what they now are going to be in Joe Missoula's mold, a dangerous and dynamic offensive powerhouse. 
That's an interesting take. Uh, and I actually think both you guys have uh, interesting takes here, Brad Stevens and Joe Missoula, because if this works out, absolutely. I think it's it it's definitely going to be a, a positive on their resumes and their career yes. arcs in new jobs. Mm-hmm. I also think it puts a lot of pressure on them. I think Brad Stevens, I, I said this to you, Fitzy, the other day, I think he swung for the fences. The easy thing would have been to run it back and sort of move things around at the back end of the roster. Nope, he shook it up. He took your longest tenured player and said, no, I want Porzingis. I've been coveting him for a while now, and I'm willing to give Marcus Smart to get the job done. And for Missoula, sure, he has a talented star, offensive-minded Maybe they got rid of a guy who was too defensive-minded, too much of a wannabe leader, hell, too much of a critic internally, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. But but now you got to make it work, Missoula, because otherwise, if this doesn't work, it's going to fall at your feet, whether it's the rotations. How do you figure out a way to play three bigs who are either old or injury-prone? How do you find a way to get Jason Tatum to take the next step as a leader, take over this team, step up where Marcus Smart used to step up? That's a lot that's on Joe Missoula's plate. So I think it could end up being, when we look back, massive positive move for Joe Missoula in his career trajectory. Or it could be the first step towards Sam Cassell being the head coach of the Boston Celtics. And don't forget also, uh, let's see, who the latest addition to the Celtics coaching staff, is that Emil or Amelie? That um, would be Jason Tatum's best friend, Emil Jefferson. Emil Jefferson. So not only is does it really Tatum his best get friend? a He's those two are really close. They go yeah. all the way back. How many to best friends does he have? By the that's way, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I know. I keep hearing like, oh, he loves Bradley Missoula. Beal's oh. his best friend. Yeah, now it's Emil Jefferson. So, Emil Jefferson, uh, per twenty four seven Sports earlier in the week, announced uh, that Emil Jefferson finalized a contract to join the Celtics coaching staff. Um, Duke assistant coach Emil Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so Tatum gets a dub now because. He may either have someone who can facilitate more offense for him and how this offense is going to work and look, who knows, but it's super exciting, and I, I can't wait to see these three guys, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Kristaps Porzingis on the floor at the same time. Please, yes, and thank you, Andy. It's going to be like the like a turbocharged version of NBA Jams. Uh, Joe Missoula also wins because they have a great coaching staff behind him now. Now, you, as you pointed out, it very well could be a – Hey Joe, we're fifty games into the season and we're twenty seven and twenty three. This isn't really working out. So um Wick wants you to know that the rest of that sixteen million is gonna be good. Uh it'll be funneled your way, Venmo checking, whatever you want, but bye. And then you could potentially have Sam Cassell or Charles Lee. Uh it's not gonna be Emil Jefferson, but like he's got four coaches now, a brand new coaching staff, guys that bring veteran experience, championship pedigree. Also probably will help share with his offensive theory and style that he's developing. But maybe, just maybe, they'll be able to coach up the defense as well. I mean, everything came up Missoula this week, ultimately, I feel like. Uh, And it's funny that it's late June. Usually we're getting geeked up for training camp starting up in a month, Andy. We're supposed to be all about the Red Sox heading towards the All-Star break. What deals are they going to make? How do they get back to the top of the AL East? And instead... The Celtics are the most compelling team in town. What an interesting turn, huh? Yeah, no question that, you know, with the the Red Sox kind of, I don't know if floundering is the right word, just sort of settling into their 500 status and mediocrity and the mm-hmm. Patriots on this hiatus here and pretty much all quiet on the Bruins front. There's no doubt that right now the most interesting topic in town is the Celtics, is the trade, is Brad Stevens, is Missoula, is Porzingis. 
um, in sort of the, uh, what do you, I guess it's hot stove, hot air conditioner time, whatever you'd want to call well, it. Well, it's, yeah, what is the, what's the baseball? Yeah, we were looking the other day for baseball what was is the, hot stove. Right. It's that hot stove base- for baseball, but that's the winter. So now it's the summer. So it's cool AC time for the Celtics. Uh, I mean, Courtney you, Cox Andy, earlier in the week called it hot take summer. Andy, should I, should I order a wellness check for your house? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, you know, just, just spitballing. Just spitballing. Need a beverage or a lap or anything? You good? Oh, you want me to take a lap? No. <laughs> no. Sunday. I, um, I no, know. it's funny because we were looking for the, remember the on Friday, we were looking for the basketball equivalent of dirt dogs. Like Marcus Smart yeah. was, as we called him in the early 2000s, the the Red Sox were, you know, hustlers, grinders, grit and balls, as KG used to call it. They were the dirt dogs. And I think somebody on the text line at 37937 said that Marcus Smart, guys like that, they were hustle hounds. Also, Hardwood Hardos. Hardwood Hardos. I, I like that. Like that. That seems like a blog title. I like Trade that Trade market. Boom. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, so they lose that little element, and it's definitely the closing of a chapter. And, you know, I think it was Forsberg who so weepily said it was the end of an era. It definitely feels like it's funny because you got two guys that have been around for over half a decade each with the Celtics who have quite a, quite a history, yet for some reason Marcus Smart moving on since he was there first and sort of set the tone, it definitely does feel like the end of an era as well. But it's also the beginning of a new era, and we shall see how that goes. 617-779-7937. Any final thoughts on the Marcus Smart trade or your excitement for Kristaps Porzingis coming to town and what you think he can add, what sort of dynamic elements he will bring to the Celtics? We are open to that as well. We will talk some Red Sox. We will have a full Patriots six-ring-style power hour on the program. Some sports pari, a few random topics in the wide world of sports, leading you up until just after 1 o'clock, at which point it'll be time for the Mass Mutual Red Sox pregame show. To get you in tune and up-to-date with everything else in the wide world of sports, what say we trend now with Joe Braverman? The Rich Keefe Show, weeknights starting at 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The Red Sox were on the bad end of a walk-off yesterday. They lose 5-4 to to the White Sox. Justin Turner tied the game 4-4 with two outs in the ninth, but Adam Duvall struck out with the bases loaded, which led to a walk-off single from Elvis Andrus off of Kenley Jansen in the next half inning. James Paxton did leave the game in the fourth inning with what was being described as right knee soreness. He spoke after the game about his chances for making his next start. I think so. Yeah, we're, we're going to do some uh, some stuff, some work on it this week, and uh, hopefully it gets back to neutral so I can get, get back to normal out there. Series finale will take place this afternoon. Will Fleming and Rob Bradford have the call from Chicago at 210 on the Shaw's and Star Market, WEEI Red Sox Network. Shaw's perfecting the art of fresh. Cutter Crawford will get the start for the Sox. And the White Sox have yet to announce a starter, so we'll have to wait and see a little bit closer to first pitch. But before then, Joe Weil will get everything ready with the Mass Mutual pregame show one hour before first pitch, Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investments. Other MLB action last night, the Angels absolutely dominated the Colorado Rockies 25-1, to which tied the largest margin of victory since 1901. LA had 28 hits and five home runs. The Angels scored 23 runs in the first four innings, including a 13-run third and an eight-run fourth. Some golf action. New England native Keegan Bradley currently leads the Travelers Championship from TPC River Highlands in Cromwell, Connecticut. Bradley is at 21 under par. His tee time is at 155 with Chez Revy 
who trails by one stroke. And the Revolution remain unbeaten at Gillette Stadium with a 2-1 victory over Toronto FC last night. The Revs have now won three straight matches and are riding a six-match unbeaten streak. They currently sit second in the East at 36 points, 10 wins, 6 draws, and 3 losses. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WBEI and WBEI.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The initial reaction after I pick my jaw up off the floor is that it's the end of an era. You think about it, Brad Stevens took over this job 10 years ago. After the first season, Marcus Mott was a draft pick, and the Celtics have pretty much made the playoffs every year since. Marcus is sort of the heart and soul of the team. And a day that was supposed to be dominated by the headline of of acquiring Chris Stapp's Porzingis now turns into a little bit of trying to figure out how we got to this point. Marcus Smart was not supposed to be in that original deal. It was supposed to be Malcolm Brogdon headed to the LA Clippers. The Clippers backed out after uh, expressing some hesitation with Brogdon's health. The team, the Celtics left scrambling to get the deal completed to acquire Porzingis, uh, but it comes at a heavy cost. Almost any boys to men song seems to apply appropriately here, Andy, whether you uh, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday or, of course, the end of the road. Or I'll make love to you. What? 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 That's exactly what we're hoping the new Celtics offense <laughs> Good curveball by you. I can see you've got your A game today. I love boys to men. Love boys to men. You going to save that drop for me, Joe? <laughs> I already had that pegged. I was going to say that was an absolute no-brainer. I mean, the, the so many hits to pick from, so many, so many songs, so many. I was so like many the uh, the fourth member, the deep-voiced guy who just speaks in the background, who doesn't actually sing. He's just, I knew what you did, baby. I just didn't care. And then the other what three a sing great for gig. <laughs> no kidding. Right? What a, you just talk. That's the whole thing. You're, it, well, I always thought like whoever the guy was, and I, I forget his name, but you know when the mighty mighty boss tones were a thing, the thing, and there was just the one guy who just danced like that all his job was to do was basically just be like the visual hype man 
So he just stood on stage and was constantly just doing like the running man or just bebopping around on stage the whole time. I always thought like, what a great job. This guy yeah. basically just has to like joyfully exercise to he's doing like jazzercise for two hours on stage yeah, i guess some people would be like oh you're sort of typecast or pigeonholed i'm like nah i know my role i know what i have to do and i just mm-hmm. stick to it right it keeps yeah. keeps life simple like yeah somebody who just like someone who comes in like new celtics draft pick jordan walsh when and if he ever sees the floor this season as our friend uh john corrales told us friday night you really want you'll you'll see a lot of uh summer league jordan walsh Got a bad shot, but he's a great defender. Won't see much of him his rookie season. Maybe some more of him year two. Um, who knows if, you know, you'll see a lot of him. We haven't seen much of J.C. Davidson. I'm still waiting for, uh, what was the name? Gershon Yabusele? Yabusele? Remember that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, where's he? Out of the what? league. See, there you go. All the, he's in the basketball protection program. Yeah, there are two There are two internationals I think Brad talked about. One was like Yam Mader and Juron sure. They're both international, and they've been international for like four years. None of those guys have panned out. Like, I, what do you I, need? You got a deep I, roster. I you got stars. What are you looking for? Because you got so lucky. Jokic, because you absolutely because Ainge crushed his crushed his two picks with Brown and Tatum. Like they're so good. Talk about like your Gronk and Brady. Like just two picks that you absolutely nail that you can build a team around almost in perpetuity. Like the, the, these guys, and they still probably have. If you sign both of them to Supermax deals, you could be looking at five, six, seven more years of, of their respective primes, which is why you need to make aggressive moves like this. And if you think you've kind of reached peak with Marcus Smart, and who knows? That's the thing. I just wanted to know how prepared they were to deal away Marcus Smart before it happened. Like, they were obviously, they were set on the Brogdon. Someone else can take him. He'll... Maybe start with the Clippers, whatever. He'll have an expanded role. He'll be happy there. No questioning Joe and the defense and the way the team had sort of lost its identity or the identity he believed the team had before he was traded there. So many things were in flux last year. But, you know, how many, what sort of contingency plan was it that they lose Brogdon and then all of a sudden they're just like, you know what, actually we'll just deal smart. We'll get another team involved and we'll part ways with one of our core members. That leads me to think that he kind of wasn't in the best, held in the best favor or that they were way more willing to move on from him. Like this wasn't a, you know, their backs against the wall. Like you want KP this badly. It's going to cost you this guy. And, and they did it. And now they're going to regret it. I mean, I, I feel like that was always something they were willing to do, Andy. Yeah. And I do think this was a trade for Porzingis, not a trade of Marcus smart. Right? Like this, they wanted Porzingis. The first option was Brogdon. The next quickly available, willing to do it option was smart. Like, do I think that they preferred smart on the roster? Maybe. You know, we'll never know because, you know, this is very Belichickian style and like he'll tell you however it worked out was how he wanted it to work out, right? Yeah, we, it's pretty much how we wanted the draft to fall and that's pretty much the guys we wanted on the board when we were there. Like, he always tells you they knew what was happening and they wanted it to happen that way. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if there's any little pit of the stomach for brad stevens that's like wow i just traded away the heart and soul i traded away a guy that really has like been a key player for this team for almost a decade or if he was like heading into this offseason might be time might be time for marcus smart to go might be time for us to be aggressive 
Um, and, you know, again, I don't think we'll ever really know because I never really believe when we find these things out later that it's the truth. It's the truth at the time or the truth mm-hmm. based on the results that played out. Um, but I do. I think this was a trade for Porzingis, and that's why I like it. I like the aggression. I like Brad Stevens, Big Nads Brad, or whatever they wanted to call him on the text line the other day. <laughs> I like that. I like it. Big Nads Brad. Yeah, man. It was. It's a really, really, really ballsy move to move on from. Yeah, someone who may have peaked, someone who you may have been able to only get so far with but someone who obviously the fans loved and was just a staple and a fixture. And this sort of leads us now into something that we sort of stumbled into previously, but that we'd been talking about exploring today. There's not a lot of hot current sports news when you click on the headlines at weei.com, ESPN, and everything else right now. It's a lot of, uh, hey, have you guys, uh, have you guys, we got high lie scores. Like we're talking lacrosse. We're talking, you know, college softball. Like, this Hell, is I'm two those... for two on my last two bets on WEEI betting on Boogie Cousins playing in the Puerto Rican Basketball League. Oh, did you win your bet Friday? Damn right. Two in a row. Look at you. Bet on How Boogie. Ride the Boogie train. Little did we realize that one day you would be funding your children's education by wagering on, by wagering legally, I, I might add, on Puerto Rican men's basketball. You got to take the opportunities that present themselves. Mm-hmm. When in Puerto Rico, bet on Puerto Rican basketball. That's, That's what makes Andy such a good analysis. He's watching literally everything. Everything. I got. He's eyes even on everywhere. vacation and he can't stop focusing on topics at hand, new discussion threads, stars give, he can make money on. I just give. I give and I give. And the world, you are welcome. Yes, and hopefully the world will one day show the reciprocal gratitude they should for all the all the gifts, all the joy you bring to the people and to the masses of New England sports. So what I wanted to sort of get into was who on the Boston sports landscape right now is under the most pressure? Now, Friday, dun, dun, we... Dun, 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 dun. Yep, I was figuring Joe would probably be Joe. scrambling for that sometime Joe. soon. Dun, dun, so, dun, 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 dun. Um, so Friday, Russia. we talked about... Who was the most polarizing figure in Boston? And it took a little while. I know you and Mike revisited that yesterday as well. It took a while for the audience to sort of glom on to the idea of which player, which coach, which personality, etc. caused the greatest rift uh, or had the most divisive opinions. There were people that loved Marcus Smart and he had his critics. There are people that are still super appreciative of Fenway Sports Group for the four World Series that they brought to the region in the past 25 years, there are a lot of people that are super upset with the way they're currently running the show. You have the Bluminati and the people that support Bloom no matter what and see some sort of plan coming together. I'd love to know what it is. And then there are the critics of Bloom and thinks it's time for him to get out of town on the Ben Charrington Highway via the Dave Dombrowski exit. Stuff like that. Well, now we see who is in town still. Players coaches executives who do we believe is under the most pressure let's start let's go team by team so we can sort of build our power rankings in our super list here that's a good idea play this like that yeah we go team by team and then we'll put together the ultimate list we don't need no chat gpt to tell us we don't need no ai right here on weei we just need a couple of big brains and a loyal audience to figure out who's under the most pressure in boston so andy let's begin with these Celtics who have been driving the narrative for the better part of the week here on Sports Radio and Beyond. 
Who do we believe is under the most pressure with the Boston Celtics right now? Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum needs to take his game to the next level. And I think this isn't just Marcus Smart was traded. You need to be the alpha and the leader now. I think it's also just the the sort of timeline of his career and the bites at the apple, the trips to the Eastern Conference Finals, trip to the Finals, trip to the Eastern Conference Finals again, and also watching somebody like Jokic get past the hurdles of his early playoff career and get himself a ring. At some point, Jason Tatum's going to become you know, that guy that doesn't have a ring, that guy that can't win a ring, can't finish, and he doesn't have an excuse maybe like Dame Lillard, oh, who's around him, or some of the other guys. Suddenly you, you could be delving into, wow, he's, he's in the middle of his career. He's, he's going to get his invitation to Club Marino soon. Club Marino, so, Club Chris Paul. Yeah, Charles well, Chris, Chris Paul is a Chris Paul has a VIP pass to Club Marino right now if his career continues uh, down the road that it's gone down with no championships, so many you know all stars and so many playoffs. Did you? Were, by the way, were you surprised? Not to get off this topic, I'll I'll get us back on there in a moment. I promise. But were you surprised by how much Chris Paul was traded for? Like, were the Warriors were willing to give up Jordan Poole and more to basically get like what a year or two tops of fading past prime Chris Paul to try to have one last kick at the Steph Curry and uh Clay Thompson championship can. I was I was stunned by how much they gave up for somebody that the Phoenix Suns were just willing to basically give away. Yeah, I'm all the NBA is always weird to me and how they put teams together and what they value. Um like the Warriors so Draymond Green is a guy that ultimate winner right you know better than his numbers you know we've heard Kerr talk about like we don't win anything without without Draymond Green like he's been so key to winning and you move on from a guy like that to bring on a guy like Chris Paul who's never won anything and and I'm not saying it's necessarily Chris Paul's fault that he's never won anything but it's the reality he's not a winner the way Draymond Green is a winner and nah, man. <laughs> you add him to the mix um, you, you sound like a you sound like a Chris apologist. Well, I I just I hate when wow, pay, people bad. get labeled. It was terrible. That's why I'm just going to. It was skate no, right actually, past. it was pretty. Come on, it was pretty good. No, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty. Um, good. But don't you just, you, you, it just didn't come from you. If it came from you, you'd be like, huh? See what I did there, Fitzy? No, obviously, but it comes from me. Obviously, not you too, Braverman. Not you too, too. Damn it, Braverman. I had to release the crickets. They, they had to. Right, they had so, to really dive into it but yeah I mean, jason like, tatum is going down chris paul boulevard towards can't win street yeah no he is and he he may be making his way to club marino as well for those listening in the audience who might say club marino is this an actual thing this is something we've come up with via the rich keith show at weei it is the club if you will the invisible fictional club where great players who had storied hall of fame level careers who never won championships reside it's a it's a place where they meet up annually to discuss their frustrations over never winning a championship. We dubbed it Club Marino. Sadly, people like Ted Williams, uh, Carl Malone, John Stockton. Um, geez, there's so, God, there's so, there's so many of them. Uh, Nomar, uh, umpteen people like Chris Paul, obviously. Like, there's just so many. Charles Barkley. Oh, my gosh, Charles Barkley. Um, they could be going in that direction. So Jason Tatum being somebody who's under... A, an intense amount of pressure this year on the Celtics. I would maybe even dare say he would make top five in Boston. Now, would you say that 
Derek White, who we, we believe was a huge winner in the Marcus Smart trade because he's now likely to be, unless there's another move to be made, and I think we all believe there's at least one more move to be made for these Celtics to round out the bench or maybe tinker with the rotation. Derek White, he's a big winner in this trade because now he gets to start. Joe Mazzulla can't sleep on him anymore, Andy. Joe Mazzulla can't forget to play him. The, uh, the expected win percentage, uh, their efficiency on court goes up as it did last year when he was on the floor at the end of games versus Marcus Smart. So he's a winner. Do you think Derek White is under pressure to perform, or do you think that he is ready for this spotlight and opportunity? Um, I do not really think he's under a ton of pressure. Um, I don't even think he'd be probably top five Celtics under pressure right now. When you mix in Missoula, I think Porzingis, because the direct comparisons to Marcus Smart are going to be made. Did you bring in this big, soft player? And if it doesn't go right, you're going to make instant. Well, what's different? It's kind of like we said with uh, Josh McDaniels to Matt Patricia. Huh, things fell apart. I wonder what's different from year to year on the Patriots offense. Well, year to year, what's different with the Celtics? It's going to be... Porzingis in, smart out. So I think that's a Derek White is going to be a high-level role player. He may start, and he may have a big role in winning and losing, but we're going to focus on Tatum, Brown, Missoula, Porzingis long before we start thinking about Derek White. Is he in over his head? Did you, did you think too much of him and put too much on his plate? I would say next, possibly, on the Celtics pressure scale, if you will, or... If if we'll put, if we'll do a top three for each, and then we can ultimately come up with like a top four or five, a Rushmore of under pressure in Boston. I would say the same guy that I nominated for having won the week in Boston sports, Joe Missoula. Absolutely, okay. he's my he, number one. He's no, see, he's your number one, Joe. Go ahead, do tell. Yeah, just just because like look at all the talent he's been given, yep. and he's still like he's got to figure out how to make it work. Like every coach would dream of having the roster that the Celtics have right now. When you have the two All-Pros, or All-NBAs, you've got Porzingis, you got White, Rob Williams, Al Horford. Like, it's a bevy of riches. And if you can't do anything with that, then it's like, why are you in the game? Yeah, they. I mean, they basically have given Joe Missoula, without him having come out to ask for it, they have basically given Joe Missoula everything he could have wanted and then some. Head coaching job, two... All NBA players, two top 20 players in the form, in their prime, no less, of Tatum and Brown. Now they add a third potential top 20, top 25 player, if healthy, if he gels to the offense, in Kristaps Porzingis. A whole bunch of new, experienced assistant coaches, so he can avoid the brain drain of last season, losing Will Hardy before the season begins, Stoudemire during the season as well. He's got a coaching staff, great players. He's got veterans. He's got shooters. I mean, he has absolutely everything he would want to support the way he wants to see this team go. And obviously, Andy, he's got a president of basketball operations and an ownership that had to let him know they weren't too thrilled with how things went last season uh, at certain moments. But now they've bought in and said, okay, Joe, show us what you they They, they could have moved on from him. There were plenty of other veteran coaches that were available from Nick Nurse to Doc Rivers to uh, – you know, Monty Williams, uh, uh, Frank Vogel, and beyond that they could have gone with if they if they wanted to just go with a more experienced coach. They bought in on Joe. So Missoula may be under as much pressure as Jason Tatum. I may even be with you, Joe. I think he may be under the most pressure on the Celtics this ha, season. I turned you. And he has the challenge of Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. The season doesn't start till the Eastern Conference Finals. 
They're going to play a lot of basketball Ooh. that's irrelevant until you get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I like that. I like that. Oh, they the Tom Brady. De- what Dude, does Joe Mazzula have in common with Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes? Andy, you are we'll, on the money this hour. I you think might we'll that tomorrow morning see? on weei.com. I was going to say, I have a feeling tomorrow morning's <laughs> column. No, first, first, Andy, first, 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 it'll, first, we'll work it out together. We'll workshop the finer points on yep. breaking Boston. And then you can take the best of what we do there and then turn it into a column, and then they can put it on Instagram. So yep. that way we have literally gone from FM to podcast to dot com to social with the finer point. Uh, if, if only we were actually getting paid some of that. 617-779-7937 is your phone number. We are talking which Boston athletes, which Boston sports figures right now are currently under the most pressure in light of injuries on the Sox. Elevated expectations for your Patriots. Supremely high expectations in the face of the Marcus Smart trade and the KP acquisition for the Celtics. And the Bruins, what are you guys going to do? We'll come back. We'll continue with the Celtics, then make our way to the Red Sox and more. Everyone's under pressure and having a good time today on Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 10.49 on an overcast summer Sunday in beautiful New England. We are Boston Sports Original, 93.7 FM, WEEI, WEEI.com. If you miss any portion of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast of Fitzy and Hart. You can listen to us, obviously, on Breaking Boston, heard each and every morning via the Odyssey app and wherever your awesome podcasts are found. And make sure you throw us a sub, rate, review, subscribe, and share to the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. We are discussing right now who is under the most pressure to perform this season or in their upcoming respective seasons in the ever-changing wide world of Boston sports. We're currently talking the Boston Celtics. I have a little bit of an internal show disagreement over who's under the most pressure with the Celtics. Andy believes Jason Tatum is under the most pressure right now, whereas producer Joe Braverman and I believe that Joe Missoula is currently under the most pressure on the Celtics. So, boys, where would we put likely the third and final under most pressure on the Celtics, that being Brad Stevens? Do we all agree that he is he's the bronze medal winner? He is a clear third here because it's a lot of, you know, ever since he elevated upstairs, seemed like he chose the right coach. Whoops, a little bit of a character concern there. Then he chooses the next, helps choose the next guy. Whoops, a little bit of a defense and philosophical issue there with this guy now he's backing him up he and ownership have his back he's got a load of talent on this team yet for some reason the passive brad approach to in-season basketball versus big nads brad when it comes to making off-season trades haven't quite turned into banner 18 yet andy where would we put brad stevens in terms of being under pressure on the celtics and in the overall boston sports hierarchy uh, I would actually put him behind Jalen Brown coming off the playoffs and the way people 
uh, have turned on Jalen Brown a little bit with mocking his uh, ball handling ability and also at whatever point Jalen Brown... He doesn't Brown's really handle like, the ball. He just dribbles it off his foot a lot. See what I mean? See what I mean? See, that was right. that. It was right there. We ignore when he blows by people, makes it look silly, dunks on him and lays it in. We just pick the uh, negatives. Very. Rick Pitino was right. There's a lot of negativity in this town. It starts with Nick Fitzy Stevens, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm not here for it. Um, I am known as the. I am known as the most polarizing figure in all of Boston sports. I am exactly the, what the, the intro says. Yep. The pole of negativity. Fraud Stevens. Fraud uh, Fitzy. Fitzy. I live on Ca- Andy. I spend my summers on Cape Fraud. No question. That's where your third <laughs> home is. Uh, but no, I, I like Brad Stevens is because you just said it. What? How did you just describe this team? Really talented roster. Everybody yeah. would love to have. So he's done his job. So the mm-hmm. guy who's going to fall is either the coach who's not mm-hmm. putting the talent to use or the lead players who aren't maximizing their abilities and maximizing their complementary talents. So I actually think Brad's unless it just doesn't work. If the Porzingis thing just doesn't work, if it's like, wow, why are we uh, three and seven in the first 10 games? Why uh, is the offense not clicking? Why is Tatum look uncomfortable? Then I think... Brad Stevens' decision to swap out Smart for Pazingas will be very much questioned. But on some level, I think he's got some some excuses ahead of him on the uh, the depth chart, so to speak. I'm actually going to disagree with both of you a little bit. I don't think Whoa. Brad I don't think Brad Stevens is anywhere near the top of the list. I would say on the back half of the top ten because I think he's made probably out of ten moves he's made nine really good ones. I think the one bad move he made was bringing in Mike Muscala in the trade deadline. Like, that didn't really do much. I think Jason Tatum is probably third in terms of pressure, maybe third or fourth. I said Joe Mazzulla had the most pressure. I would say Jalen Brown second. But I would say Bill Belichick is actually third. because On the page, on the Celtics roster? Uh, well, if we're just talking Celtics, pressure, but I believe... We're still co- just on the Celtics. We're I going believe- team by team, and then we'll look at the entirety of the Boston sports landscape. Okay. Right now... Just on the Celtics alone, we're trying to establish like the three people, managers, coaches. Tatum, Missoula, Porzingis. Those are my three. You're See, gonna I'd go, go Tat- Missoula, Brown, Tatum. Yeah, I would go Missoula. fault with you people. Wow. I would go Missoula, Tatum. I mean, Brown's going to get the deal before the season starts, most likely. And then there, why would there be? Why is he under pressure at that point? Well, because the expectations that come with being the highest paid player in the National Basketball Association. He's not going to care. He's going to be too he's gonna be Oh, you don't think he cares? Too he rich to care, to care about the everything. Jalen Brown story. Oh, no, no, no. He seems to care about everything. He hears everything. He knows yeah, know. everything. That's he's one got of the rabbit issues. ears a little bit. There's a high degree of sensitivity with that one. I understand. Uh, you guys don't seem to think that Brad Stevens is under any pressure. He just he just pulled off. He just put Porzingis. How can Porzingis? He's going to get a contract extension likely sometime soon at the, to the tune of like $38 million a season. I don't think he's even under that much pressure. I think it's Brad Stevens. But I think we can all agree. How do you think Porzingis isn't under any pressure? He's on his fourth team. A guy who was formerly seen as a rising superstar is now he was a... given a uh, unicorn nickname, for goodness right. sake. And if the Celtics fail, you don't think people are going to be pointing fingers at him? They'll be pointing fingers at Missoula and Stevens first. I would disagree with that, too. I'm on the other side. It's all right. We don't always have to agree. We sometimes agree to disagree, guys. That's the nature of radio. Sometimes it makes for compelling content. And sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Brad Brad made the move. It's now up to Porzingis to live up to the move. So, all right. So so we've got one vote. Screw you, Fitzy. You're wrong. 
one vote for Tate. No, just my opinion is different than yours. That doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. No, no, no. That's not how the world works. If your opinion is different from mine in this world, you're wrong. That's how the entire world has trended. I forgot about that. True. Here we are with uh, seismic global events like possible coups in Russia, oceanic tragedies by the Titanic, and here we are arguing (laughs) arguing over who... Potential blame. We're actually presuming as well... That it Pre- presumptive blame only in <laughs> right. Boston sports, Andy, in summertime when Optum is supposed to be cresting at its absolute peak before the 4th of July. The ice cream man is out. People are sunning their buns, cooking up some hot dogs and enjoying glizzies and bevs the American way. And here we are playing the presumptive blame game. If that is not the most Boston sports thing I've ever heard, then I don't know you fair city of champions. All right. So I think we can all agree that. While Jason Tate, it's Jason Tatum and Joe Missoula. We'll see where they ultimately rank on the Rushmore of people under pressure. When we come back, we will take a look at the Red Sox. Who's under the most pressure on the Boston Red Sox right now as the team continues to hover around the 500 mark? Injuries galore. If you missed it last night, James Paxton, the de facto ace of the team now, injured, has to come out of the game, may or may not make his his next start. Who knows? So much pressure on the Red Sox right now. I think we can probably all agree that it's Heim Bloom, but we'll have the discussion because that's how we do on a Sunday edition of Fitzy and Hart here on WEEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.